It's a daunting, it's a daunting reality. And there are times that I appreciate that reality. And there are times I'm troubled by it, <laughs> as you can imagine. But the truth be told, I do embrace it. I embrace that reality that I can't bring you any place I haven't gone. I can't bring you any place I haven't gone. However, that doesn't mean you are limited to me. See, that's the difference. This is not a multi-level marketing scheme. You get to go as high, as deep, as far as you want to go, and you are not limited to the teacher. I might be limited to how I can assist you. Ha! <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's my man saying he loves me. But it was supposed to be off. I apologize. <laughs> um, it's a nice text to get. <laughs> Um, so I can only take you where I've gone but I can give you the tools I can give you the tools that I can do and I know the tools I know this tool called science of mind and I know this tool called prayer and man am I in application of this tool in every direction possible all the time, every day. There is not a day that I am not in prayer with someone and often many someones. Whether I'm praying for someone or praying with someone, and when I say prayer, I mean spiritual mind treatment. For us, spiritual mind treatment is affirmative prayer. And it is transforming my life. And one of the things you've heard me say to you many times over the years is this, that there can't be any exception we, there's no exception that if we say that we're here to love, the second we qualify that, I'm here to love, but I'm only going to love this one and not this one, or I can't love this one as much, or, well, they did me wrong. The moment that you try to qualify and, and limit your capacity to love or the object of your love, that moment you are in denial of yourself. You are in total denial of yourself. And the self that you are must be free to be embraced and loved. And sometimes that's not the pretty stuff. Sometimes it's just the all of it. It's the pretty, it's the not so pretty, but eventually it all becomes beautiful. Because you begin to appreciate the wrong maybe you've done, and let's, let's be very generous with that word wrong, because what I know is that there are things I've done in my life in my past that I would not do now, right? You got some of those things? Are there decisions you made you wouldn't make now? There are many things I've done that I wouldn't do now. And I can't get anywhere without a bounty of self-forgiveness. I can't get anywhere without a bounty. Even if you don't forgive me, I got to forgive me. Even if you hold me at bay, even if you hold, and I, don't, I just mean the generic you, I'm not pointing to anybody in the room. My kids, for example. Even if my kids are convinced I did them wrong, they have to clean up their, their reality. I get to clean it up in my own space. Are you with me? And so I am working 
to scrape out my subconscious. I am simply unwilling, and, and I always say this, but then every time I say it, there's just another layer. There's, then there's another, there's more, there's deeper, there's more refined, there's cleaning up better, there's polishing that stone. You know, my, my, it was my spiritual teacher who said that, you know, life is the grit that shines us into the diamond that we are. And so first we start, like, you know, if, you, if you've ever worked with sandpaper, when you're, you know, when you're polishing something, you first start with a very rough grit, very rough grit. And that's where, that where, that's where life really has the bumps and the bruises, you know, where you're like, the, the, remember last week, wee! you know, that's the wee experience, okay? That's when it feels painful, that's when it feels dramatic, that's when you, you, you have the stories going, that's the rough grit. And then as we go along a little more and, we, and we, we move our life into the direction we want to go in, we can take on a finer grit. And what happens is we start creating things that we have to clean up. However, we still have more work to do. And so we, we do more refining and we do more cleaning up. And then, then what happens is we, lose our, we begin to lose our taste and our tolerance for anything less than I want at all. Now, when I say I want it all, I mean I want all love. I want all forgiveness. I want to walk into a room and you know who I am when I walk in that room. I want you to be able to look at me and know my presence the second you're in front of me. You understand? And, and then in that way, in that way, I can give generously. And I'm not giving anything of myself. I'm just being the vessel then at that moment for God. So our job is to let go of the stories. We've got to let go of the stories. There is nothing. There is nothing but now. Say that. There is nothing but now. There is no greater truth and there's no greater freedom than you understand that there's nothing but now. There is not your own history. There is not your own stories. There is not your own wounds. There is not what your parents did to you. There is not what happened to your ancestors. Unless you bring it to the now. And then you live from the, you're dragging it into the now. So if you're suffering in the now, it's because you've brought what was here. You get that? But you can choose to go home and keep saying, there's nothing but now. Say it again. There's nothing but now. Nothing. There's nothing but now. There's not what happened to you when you were 13. There was not that you lost the, you know, it wasn't about the child that you lost, the child that hates you, the person that divorced you, the person that walked away and left you, the thousands of dollars you lost in the economy. There's nothing but now. So, because I am who I am, I cannot come here and talk to you on Sunday without doing this. So I promise you, I am home, and I am taking the finest grit, and I'm 
shining everything with that fine, fine grit. And I'm taking the fine-tooth comb and I'm taking out all the tangles and all the little bits so that I can show up clean and clear and available. My guess is that you see it. And the way I, why I guess that is I see the way the, my outside world, and this is what happens as we do this work, my outside world is starting to reflect back to me. And I hear things being said to me, and now I look, I go, oh, wow, I guess something changed. You understand? I guess something changed. I guess something has been altered. Because I see what is reflecting back at me. Because the best thing we can do when we're clear is that we're a mirror for each other. And when we're a mirror, mirror, it's pure. And so if all of a sudden greater love and greater sweetness and support and generosity is reflecting back at you, own it. You did it. You know, in the shadow work that I talk about here sometimes on Sundays, you know, we always talk about you have to own your dark side. But you got to own your light. You've got to own and appreciate the light. And the more we place our attention there, the more that reflects back to us. And it starts to show up in the world. And it shows up in friendships. And it, it, it will show up on your job. So this is not good news if there's some things on the outside because you're, you're, you know, that maybe what's happening is you haven't quite polished your mirror enough. But your job and my job is to polish our mirror. I'm here to polish my mirror so I can reflect back to you only pure you. And what happens in that is that even if you're having a story with me, I'm not in that story. I'm just available for you to work your story out. I'm here to love you while you're in your stuff. You get that? So we get to be here for each other while each other is working their stuff out, but not to buy into it. Now, if we think we begin to do that, and then all of a sudden, you hook me, I'm not clear. I have not let go. Don't even try to lie to yourself. Because I know you do try. You do try. You try to say, oh, yeah, but, but he said... No, no, no. If the mirror was clear, if the hooks that were removed were smoothed out, if all the hooks were smoothed out, then people couldn't hang their stuff on you. What happens is when you're pissed off, angry, resentful, and blameful, you're like Velcro. <laughs> and people's stuff just sticks all over you. But when you do your work, you remove the hooks. There's an artist, I just love, I love Bill's art hanging. I love that the, actually, Sylvia Taylor is going to be our next artist. She decided to show up today. Hello, Sylvia. <laughs> she, her, her art is going to be on the walls next month. And then we have another artist in the, way, in, in the wings. Um, I just love that we're going to be having this art regularly. And so we have all this beautiful art reflecting back. And in June, for Gay Pride Month, um, a new acquaintance friend of mine um, who's gay, he did this artwork where he had conversations with some of his friends, and in the conversations, he, they told him some of the prejudices that they had to deal with growing up in this life. 
And so then what he did, he took something, I don't know, probably like an eyeliner or something, and he wrote on their faces the, the abusive words that they had to deal with. Some of them had to do with homosexuality. Some of them had to do with um, uh, racism. And then he photographed these people. It's very moving. It's disturbing. Disturbing enough you have to look and say, okay, what do I have to do here? So his art is going to be hanging for the month, of the, uh, the month of June for the Gay Pride Month. And I say that to you because we're going to have this opportunity to see how he's going to do a live time or, or, or an art form that shows how we reflect. So, what would you have on your face? What would you be reflecting back right now that you are still dealing with that keeps you from being fully present? What would that be? If you say nothing, good. Most likely you have something. Most likely there's something. But here's the gift. When you become fully present and when you clean up the stuff, you get to walk up to somebody and you get to look deeply in their eyes and you get to just be fully present for that, for that person so completely that nothing stands between you and that person at all. And you get to fearlessly just be present and you get to feel their heart. And you get to look for a moment into their soul. So Mark Wood told me Friday night that in, there are places in Africa where he's gone where, can I have two men? I love, they don't even know what they're doing. They come up, I love that. So I'm told, Mark told me that the men in Africa when they talk to each other, that they hold hands. Just like that. So this is the picture of what some of them look like. That they just look at each other and they hold hands. Now some people in this country would freak right out <laughs> if they saw this and they'd make a lot of assumptions about what this is. But it, doesn't it just look like love? What a beautiful thing. I decide, I'm going to decide for me, and, and I'm declaring for all of us, that we start holding hands more. Like, hold hands with somebody. Just hold hands right now. Grab someone's hand. Just hold their hand. Hold their hand. Look in their eyes. Look in the eyes of that person. Look in their eyes. Turn. You don't have to say anything. Don't be your personality. It's not about your personality. Thank you, gentlemen. Wait, wait, don't let go. Matter of fact, Donald, sit up here next to Kat. She needs someone to hold her hands. Look in their eyes. Just see them. 
see their soul. It's not about their personality. It's not about how beautiful they are. It's not about the color of their eyes. It's not about how good they look on this day. It's not about any of that. It's about seeing the full presence. Can you imagine doing that fearlessly all the time? Some of our young folk, I know some of you are thinking, when can I let go? <laughs> I don't lie, right? I, I'm telling right? Some of you are thinking, when can I let go? Well, how much love do you want? How much love do you want? How, how much do you want to cry out of joy? How big do you want your heart to be? How much do you want the holidays to not be about the presents and the tree and the shopping and the money that you've spent? How much do you want that? So to that degree, you'll keep holding that hand. And some of our youth will never know what it's like because our youth are so used to being, they're so used to us being present to them and they're so used to our love that they won't know what it's like. But we know of this age, if you're in this room, you probably already know what it's like to not be present and to be afraid. You know what it's like to, to have that little bit of fear. And I'm here to remind you again and again and again, it's not about anyone else but you. It's not about anyone but you. It's all here. It's all inside. It's all your story. It's all your self-talk. Our job is to have our thinking, our feeling, and our intention to be one activity. One activity in the mind of God. One activity. You getting a little more comfortable? Or are you still thinking, when can I let go? <laughs> but you getting a little more comfortable? I was never uncomfortable. I know that about you, Donald. <laughs> I know that about you. I know that about many of you here. And I know there's some are, sque you know, squimid, um, squeamish, thank you, a tiny bit. It's going past that. Because on, on the other side of that thing is this world of love. On this side of that thing is the world of hurt. This is a world of hurt. But on the other side is a world of love like you have maybe never experienced. And here's the beauty. It never ends. It's infinite. It constantly creates more out of itself. <laughs> How much love do you want in your life? <laughs> when you let go, you let go of possibility. How's that feel? Good. Mm. Are we married now? <laughs> <laughs> I think my man would object. <laughs> <laughs>
It's okay. <laughs> we could be Mormons and just keep marrying. Which I think. <laughs> I think that's a good idea. I think it's a good idea. Your heart's got to feel safe. It does. Can I let go? No? How much love do you want? Well, uh, a whole lot. A whole lot, then don't let go. Should we dance? We can dance when the music comes. I'm going to have happy music after service today. What's up, think? <laughs> do you dance? Sort of, kind of. Okay, well, we'll get you to dance after service. All right. we, will make, we will dance after service today. Okay. I'm going to be blessed and some happy music. How does your heart feel now? Do you think you could be a little more present in this moment than you were five minutes ago? Do you think holding the hands of someone you don't know, or maybe someone you even know, for as long as you've just been doing it, has opened a space in you a little bit more? Please, dear God, go home and look in the eyes of people that you love. Go home and look at them. Hold on to them. If you're here for the first time, no, I'm not going to apologize. This is who I am. (laughs) Although we don't always go holding hands, but we might just start doing that. Imagine skipping in on a Sunday. You see, because here's the thing. You can sit down now. You can't be in joy, in full-out joy, and depressed. By the way, your hands should be relaxed so you don't feel painful. Relax your hands. Lay them, lay them down. But you can't be in full joy and depressed. You got it? So you got to, at some point, just decide to turn your attention away. And I've said this before, and I'm going to say it again. Get thee behind me, Satan. You know, we're like, get the hell out of the way. Get behind me. And, and get our attention. We're here to get our attention on being fully present and fully in love. Is there anyone here that needs more of a dose of love? Always. So this Sunday, this Sunday you get to do that. So after service today, a couple of fun things are happening. We don't have hospitality today because we thought you guys would want to, you know, go home and finish your holiday stuff. But maybe you want to go for brunch. Maybe you want to do something lovely. Maybe you want to sit with people you've never met before at a restaurant. So two things are going to happen. You're going to have an opportunity to buy your last, the last opportunity for the uh, iPad that, we're, that we are um, raffling. It was supposed to be raffled the other night. We forgot. It was supposed to be raffled Friday night. I forgot. So it's going to be today. So if you want to get some more tickets, you can do that in the bookstore. And then we're going to raffle that. So that's going to be one thing that's going to happen. And I have a playlist that I'm going to put on. And I expect to see you dancing like no one's watching again today, especially if you didn't get to make it here Friday night. My, my music choices, you'll have to live with them. Or you could leave, but I mean, they are my music choices. I didn't, you know. Now, once again, just turn to the person whose eyes you were looking into or a couple of people and see how it feels now. To feel a little gentler, 
feel a little more available. You feel your heart open a little bit more right now? Feel a little more loved? A little more seen? A little more appreciated? Yes? That's who we're here to be. Nothing less than that. Have you not learned anything? <laughs> oh. You weren't holding his hand. You were on somebody else's hand. <laughs> you weren't holding anybody's hand. No. So let's, let's treat. You gonna stay with me while I treat? Yeah. Okay. Breathe into the space. Feel it. Breathe into the space again. Let it go. Feel the presence of love as we have generated it here this morning. Feel the presence of love everywhere around you. Feel the presence of love with the hand that you're holding. Feel the presence of love that is within. Feel the presence of love that you carry, that you perpetuate. Feel the presence of love. Ah, yes. And allow yourself to be aware that you are the one that the world has been waiting for. You are the one carrying the light, the love, the possibility. You are the one with the knowing. The knowing comes from your I am. And that I am, the presence, the power, the love. I am the essence of good. And I am willing to accept my good and my greater good. I am willing to accept, know, and allow more love in my life than ever before. I'm willing to be ridiculously joy-filled. I am willing to let go of what was. I am willing to step into this now time and let the past be the past and choose from this moment. I'm willing to choose consciously a place of joy for myself, a place of possibility, a place of total emotional emancipation and spiritual liberation. Not defined by anyone but my own choices. Accepting my divine birthright for good and greater good. This is who I am. This is my heart. This is my soul. I speak this on behalf of each one of us. And I believe in your heart. 
I believe in your soul. I believe in that place within you that you are able to fully embrace your own beauty, strength, your goodness, your purity, because it's all now. I believe in you. And with abundant, abundant love, I do surrender this word and I allow it to be so right here. And when? Right now. And so it is. Thank you, choir. Thank you, Ty. Thank you, Celine. Thank you, Richard. Thank you for always showing up. Thank you, Donald. Thank you, Richard. Thank you to our children's ministry. Let's say thank you to your board, all of you. Thank you for every volunteer, everyone who sweeps, everyone who picks up, everyone who moves a chair. Thank you, Camos. Thank you, Rita. Thank you, Reverend Stephen and Reverend Joel in the bookstore. Thank you to every single one of you who lifts a finger ever. To everyone who, who remembers us, to the members who, who, who are fully in and keep your membership alive and serve that purpose, thank you. Thank you for the love. Thank you for the support. Thank you for the co-creation of the center. Thank you. So we bless the, this is the, huh, I haven't even told you. This is the time for you to share from that overflow, to share from that good. So we bless you as the giver. We bless the gift that you give, and we bless the act of giving. For as always, it is one activity in the mind of God, and it is a good and glorious activity. And for this and so much more, I do give my thanks. And so it is.